Hello, everyone. This is Tim Dodd. Welcome to the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast. Thankful to give witness to tens of thousands, yes, and to the millions that believe it and believes it. I believe that God's going to let me live to pack it until all around the world it's been circulated. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast today. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge podcast where we report on the works of God all over the world as relates to the end-time word. Today we are continuing playing the audio portion of A True Witness, the testimony of Ed Biskell. And as we hear this testimony, we are also hearing from the founder of the Believer's Faith Challenge Report on which this podcast is based. So now we present to you a true witness, the testimony of Ed Biskell. Episode 6, Connected with Another Realm. On Sunday, uh, which was the next day after the soldier boy had been called out, I was once again on the platform and uh, they had a prayer line. And uh, in that prayer line came a woman, well, well known to us. She was a very dear friend of my parents. And I knew her very well. Her name was uh, Sister Klunt. Her husband, they didn't have any children that I know of. Her husband was a very stout man. And I don't know what he Uh, what he actually did for a living, but I believe he worked in the agricultural department from what we have found out since. And so she came up and she's just standing and Brother Branham says, now here is a lady and he begins to speak and uh, he said, you're very nervous. Uh, He said, and you have other complications, other problems. Uh, You have, I think, a spiritual problem as well. And he begins to talk to her. He said, yes, you are very nervous. He said, I see you standing by a window when the sun was setting. And you're rubbing your hands. And uh, then he stops and he's speaking to her, but he's also speaking to the congregation, speaking to people like myself. He's saying now, uh, and it means so much to us now. He said, now, who could do that? What man could tell you where you were standing and what you were praying? And he said, and then you prayed that God would help you to get a prayer card. And when that prayer card was given to you, you were so happy very happy that you'd received a prayer card. And he, he asked, you know, how, how could a man know that? He wanted the people to see that that was God and the prophet, the prophet ministry for a prophet is a spokesman for God. It was not just a gift of discernment. It was not that. But a lot of my friends were tended to believe that it was just maybe a gift of a word of knowledge or something. It wasn't that. He was, 
in both worlds, he was in another dimension. And he told her where she was standing, what her prayer was, and how her, her reaction when she got the prayer card. And then he said, uh, now he said, we'll just talk to the lady. And he said, you have something else. Now this is what was so striking to me. He said, you have something else that's on your heart. You're praying for a friend, a man that's dying with cancer. And they do not live, and I noticed he said, they do not live because it was him and his wife. He said, they do not live here. They live in Fort St. John. And I knew Fort St. John was just 50 miles up the Alaskan Highway. What Brother Branham did not know is we were going up the highway. I was taking him early the next morning, Monday morning, up the highway. And Brother Branham was preaching on, show us the Father. I thought it was so remarkable. He was actually showing the people the Father. He said, who can tell you where you were standing when you prayed? No one but Almighty God. And that you're praying for a friend. And he said, he's, he's dying with cancer. Yes, he said, he's a, a sinner. And he's dying with cancer. He mentioned it twice. And he said, uh, only believe, just believe. That seemed to be the key. He said, take that handkerchief that you have and give it to him and he'll be well. I guess she never did get it to him. This was the end of May. He passed away July the 6th, 1961. But I, of course, I didn't know that. We, we, we found that out many years later. But the next day, I'm in the car, and you have to understand, I had a lot of questions about Brother Branham, about his doctrine, about his ministry, but there was one thing that I knew. That is, the angel of the Lord was in attendance with him at the platform. And now we were having a, just a profound effect upon me and other ministers. And he said, he said, as we drove down the highway, we started coming to the town of Fort St. John, which laid up to the right hand of the highway. And there was an entrance into Fort St. John. When the U.S. Army cut just through the farmland, the farmhouse was just up to the right, maybe 100, 150 yards. And I had noticed that house so many times in my youth and childhood, and just a big old white farmhouse. And as Brother Branham, as we, he slowed down for the speed limit, and we're just driving slowly. He said, there was a woman that came in the prayer line yesterday praying for a man from Fort St. John. Oh, I said, Brother Branham, she's a very good friend of my parents. Her name is Sister Clunt, and I know her well. 
and I, and I knew her. I was there on the on the platform, and she was standing there, and he was telling her these things. Now here we are driving, and the house is just over here to my right, and he said he just serious he. He, he, he was in a different frame of mind, you'd say. And uh, he just said, as we were driving past, the house was going by. So he swung his arm this way and pointed behind my head. He said, the man is in that house? Well, I was shocked. I was startled, but I didn't know that the man was in that house. I didn't know his name or anything. And we, we continued on the road up to Fort Nelson and beyond up to Brother Bud Southwick's place. Brother Bud Southwick was just a new, new Christian. He had been saved in my church uh, about a year before. I was so anxious to acquaint him with spiritual things. He was just, uh, he was raised horses and he rode in the, in the rodeos and things. And so he didn't know anything. He didn't know Genesis from Revelation. He just didn't know the Bible. So I wanted to acquaint him with what a prophet was. I said, when we went by that house, I said, Brother Branham pointed to it and said, the man is in that house. I said, you know, Sister Clunt, she was on the platform praying for him. And, and Brother Southwick, my friend, he said, oh, I know him, He's Ed, his name is Ed Thomas. I've known him ever since I've been about eight years old. And uh, so now I had it on the platform, on the highway, and with Brother Southwick. This was all within 24 hours. It was like uh, just a divine intervention of God saying, I will cause you to believe. I will bring it right in front of you. I will bring it. It was so arranged, I just could not doubt it. I guess it was the grace of God to me that was anchoring my faith, and I just couldn't. There was one day, and the next day, and the next day. And I do not know whether it was in that particular service where Brother Branham spoke, and all of the service was not taped, apparently. But anyway, I was standing, and I'll never forget this. I was standing on the platform. Right beside me, on my right-hand side, was standing Brother Paul Cornish, the pastor in the church in Grand Prairie. And he was, he was just standing there as a very... He was taller than I was, he was very dignified, very scholarly, and uh, a man that didn't show a lot of emotion, but he was standing there, and Brother Branham was facing, uh, not facing us, he had his back to us, and to the prayer line was going down the wall this time, and up this way. And uh, while we were just standing there, Brother Branham, I can't explain this, this is so strange, but he just lifted his head this way and cried out, the boy will be all right. And 
uh, a force went by me. It was like a wind, but it wasn't a wind. It was just a power, a force. Just went by me, but I was conscious of it. And, and I was bewildered. I don't know what's happening. The boy will be all right. And Paul Cornish, brother Paul Cornish, collapses over and is in convulsing tears. And I don't know what's happening. Here he's, the voice, the force, is so, so unusual while he's just talking to somebody in front of him. And, uh, and, and here's Brother Paul Cornish. What do you do when somebody's, you know, crying and convulsing? I didn't know whether to pray with him or what to do. Then he straightened up after he collected himself. He nudged me and he said, Brother Eddie, he said, you see down the prayer line towards the end, he said, young lad that's standing there, he said, that's my son. And he's up for a serious operation next week. And to have, to have those kind of things, I, I just became aware of another realm. I became aware of another place, another dimension. This man was not just ministering to the people, but it was like he was, he was in contact with another world. The boy will be all right, and he just continues on. And uh, I, I don't know anything of the lad, or what happened after that, but I, that was just a very, very strange and very unusual event uh, for me. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. Remember, friends, the bridegroom will not come until the bride has made herself ready. She must be both called and fully dressed by the Word of God. This is the Believer's Faith Challenge Report podcast. You can sign up for our email newsletter at BibleWay.org. Scroll to the bottom of the page where it says Newsletter. Fill in your name and email address and click Sign Up. In this email report, you will receive reports of the works of God in China, in Africa, in South America, in India, Europe, all over the world. We also publish a full-color paper newsletter two times a year, complete with photographs, reports, and testimonies from all over the world. The newsletter is free. Just request it, and we would be happy to mail a copy to you. You can contact us by email at info at bible-believers.org. That's info at bible-believers.org. Or you can write to us at Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. That's Bible Believers, P.O. Box 128, Blaine, Washington, 98231. This is Mark Ajo. Thank you for being with us today. And be sure to join us for the next Believers Faith Challenge Report podcast.